Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deppard, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity. And we hope that this Word can help you today, even over into eternity. Uh, that word that we have today is talking about a man by the name of Joseph in Genesis, the 50th chapter. As we are still beginning our new year and going into new territory and praying that God will give us the best year of our life, there are going to be some difficult days, there are going to be some setbacks, there are going to be some sad times, but there will be joyous times. But we're going to be able to look back and see that God was in the midst if we only walk by faith and not by sight. One of the hardest things about being a Christian and a follower of Jesus Christ is that as people, we naturally want to look forward and see what's going on. We want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. We want to know what next year is going to bring. We want to know what's around the corner. But as a Christian, we have to look back and see what God has brought us from. It's easy now to look back as a Christian and see that God opened doors, closed doors, opened up opportunities, lifted you up out the valley and put you on the mountaintop because you can look back and see that God was in the midst. But when you was going through it, you didn't understand it. You couldn't see the path that God was doing in your life. And when you look at the story of Joseph in Genesis, the 50th chapter, it tells us about a man who now is in control, second in command of the whole nation of Egypt. He's second in command of the whole nation of Egypt. And his brothers come to him, and they don't recognize who he is because they had done him wrong close to 20 years before. So they have to come back to him in order to get food for their family. But Joseph realized everything that he had gone through, all the rejection by his brothers and the hatred and the lies and all the things evil that had happened in his life, brought him to a point where he could save his family from famine. And God is going to use you. Everything that you've been through, everything that you thought God was taking something away and it seemed like you was hurt and um, you lost something in life and you had some setbacks, some stumbling blocks, everything that God was doing was bringing you to a point that you are right now that you can know him. And you're not, your story is not over just yet. Wait and see what God is going to do. Because he's always working it out for the good of those who love the Lord. And Joseph said this right here in Genesis, the 15th chapter. He said, what the devil meant for bad, God meant it for good. So he was able to look back over his life 
and see that God was in the midst of all of his difficult situations. Oh, in order to understand the story, you have to look back 14 chapters before this in Genesis. Why would God take a quarter of the first book of the Bible to talk about a young man by the name of Joseph? Joseph gets more um, real estate in the Bible than Noah, uh, than Abraham, than many of the um, patriarchs and the people, people of old. He even makes it to Genesis, uh, Hebrews, excuse me, Hebrews 11 chapter, where it talks about his faith. Why is it that God would spend so much time talking about Joseph? Nowhere in the Bible do I see anything bad about Joseph. But every time he went through an obstacle in his life, it always said, but God was with him. And God has been with you too. Or when you went through the divorce, when you went through the um, laying off on the job, when you went through the trouble as a teenager, when you went through the problems in your family, when you went through your um, sins and addictions and all those things that you thought you were just going through, God was with you the whole time, just like he was with Joseph in the Bible. The story of Joseph tells us uh, that as a child, he was favored by his father. Uh, his father had um, 12 sons and one daughter. And because he was favored by his father, Jacob, Jacob made him a coat of many colors. And he loved Joseph more than he loved the other sons. Joseph was a dreamer. God gave him a gift of interpreting dreams. And people like you as long as the dream that you have is benefiting them. But Joseph came along and told his brothers, I had a dream that y'all was bowing down to me in front of me. And they didn't like it. By him being younger, they thought that he should bow down to them. People don't like a person who dreams, especially when the dream doesn't benefit them. So many people have fantasies, and there's a difference between a fantasy and a dream. A fantasy is something that benefits yourself, but a dream benefits somebody else. Oh, Martin Luther King tells us about having a dream of how one day the world would be and everybody would be judged by the content of their character and not just by the mere color of their skin. And people didn't like it. As long as the dream benefits you, you like hearing dreams of other people. But the moment somebody tells you that God told me this and that, and it doesn't benefit you, you'll be just like Joseph's brothers. They got angry at him. And when he came to see his brothers that day, they decided to kill him. How can you try to kill your own brother? And when they came to him, they ripped his coat of many colors off and do him into a pit 
in the middle of Egypt, in the desert, in a desert land close to Egypt. And the Bible says that uh, when they threw him in, they decided we got to get him out. And they saw some traveling Midianites. And they said, let, um, let us pick him out the pit and sell him as a slave to these traveling Midianites. When they threw him in the pit, they threw him in so hard, it must have been so deep, it had no warning in it. And he must have either broken an arm or broken a, a leg because the Bible said they sold him for 20 pieces of silver. And what 20 pieces was a common salary, a, a common payment for a handicapped slave. We all know that Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver because he was in good shape and nothing, no flaw was found on him. So that means that when they threw him in the pit, they handicapped him for a little while. Have you ever been handicapped? Wishing you was born to another family, wishing you had this and that, wishing you were um, started your race at the start line and 100 yards back. But I'm here today to tell you, when you got God, God levels the playing field. And favor is not fair. They picked him up out that pit and sold him as a slave. When he got to Egypt, as a slave, Potiphar bought him and brought him into his house. While he's in Potiphar's house, he's running Potiphar's whole house by the favor of God. God gave him the ability to do the know-how and to do the acts to help Potiphar run his house successfully. And what he was learning then would one day help him when he got in second command of Egypt. What you're learning right now is going to help you one day when God takes you to another level. While he's in Potiphar's house, the Bible says he looks, he's a good looking young man and a strong young man. And Potiphar's wife tried to make a move on him. And Joseph got up and ran out the house when she made advances toward him, but she grabbed his coat, his cloak. And the Bible says that she said, he raped me. She was lying. So they put Joseph in jail, not only in the jail, but in the back part of the jail. He stays there for a couple of years, but he talks to a baker and a butler for the king while he's in jail and he interprets their dreams and when the butler gets out and it's been three years since he seen Joseph in jail he's back working the butler for the king and the king has a dream and he tells the king there was a young man a Hebrew who could tell me about my dreams See how your gifts will make room for you? Not in your timing, but when God calls you, your gift will make room for you. So they go and get Joseph. They bring him to the king. And the king gives him a, the dream that he has. And Joseph says, I can understand the dream. It means that seven years of Egypt will have an overflow of harvest, an overflow of abundance. 
But then after seven years, they're going to have seven years of drought. After he told the king that the king said, well, I'm going to place you in control. So they stored up wheat, corn, and harvest, and seeds for seven years in big cisterns in the ground in Egypt. And then when the seven years came, they had food, they had nourishment to take care of not only Egypt, but for all the other nations around. And so his brothers had to come back to the same one they do in the pit to seek food for their family. And Joseph did not hold no grudge even after his daddy died. His daddy told him not to hold grudges. But then he realized everything I've been through is to bring me to this appointed time where I could bless my family and keep them alive by supplying food for them to eat in the seven-year drought. What the devil meant for bad, God meant it for good. Joseph could have gave up any time while he was in the pit, while he was a slave, while he was lied on by Potiphar, while he was in jail, while he was forgotten by the butler. He could have turned back and gave up on God at any time, but he kept his integrity. Imagine Potiphar's wife now when she sees Joseph, second in command of the nation, after lying on him. God will make room for you at the table of life. But don't give up on God. Keep staying faithful to God. And God will stay faithful to you. I'm going to say a prayer right now. And if you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, I repent of my sins. Forgive me for my wrongdoings. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Wash me. Cleanse me. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Father, I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper, went to the cross of Calvary the next day, died and put in the borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I do believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you at Neely. Continue to follow us on Facebook at Neely church ministries we hope that this bless you and look back and see what god is doing for you for you'll know that he will do it for you again in the future keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way be blessed